out. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hear Me Out. My name's RJ. My name's Blay, and this is the podcast where two best friends, RJ and myself, selfishly try to convince the other one to like a new passion or hobby in order to become better friends. Every week we have a new issue, we have a new special guest, and the loser today will donate to a charity. RJ, what is the issue we're talking about today, and what's our charity? All right. The issue is something that I've been... Uh, kind of interested in my whole life and I've never gone down the road of doing it because I don't think it's fun. I don't think it would be fun for me. Jesus, okay. And uh, it is it is painting. You're going to try to convince me yeah. that I should paint. That's right. Uh, and the loser today will have to donate to this very cool charity called the National Young Arts Foundation. Ooh. They identified the most accomplished young artists in the visual, literary, and performing arts, and they provide them with creative and professional development opportunities throughout their careers. If you guys also want to donate, you can go to youngarts.org. It's, I gotta say, every week we have these great charities, and every week I feel like such a dick because like only one of us donates. I know. I know. So yeah, I don't know. But I feel like today uh, I brought in a big gun, and I think you have. we're going to convince you that you should be into painting and that you will be the person donating to NIAF? National Young... NIAF. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. As I call it, NIAF. NIAF. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the amazing artist. You know her as the Obanoth, Hannah Webb. Hey, Hannah, what's up? Hi, Hannah. How's it going? It's going well, and I'm sorry that RJ, off the top, just said, just shat all over what yeah. uh, uh your passion which felt inappropriate i'm so um, sorry hannah uh hannah you are an incredible artist uh you, you paint with acrylic on these wood panels and your your art is very bright it's beautiful it's weird which i love mm-hmm. uh and explain to us how you first got into art yeah uh yeah i mean that's a good question i think i think art is one of those things that a lot of people do as a hobby or do as a kid do just kind of unwind relax sort of thing so i don't know i just gravitated toward it um i have a creative dad and that probably helped me have access to art supplies and it just sort of became part of my life um but yeah i have been painting pretty heavily for a long time uh at this point i think it's been about um probably about 10 years that I've been like really wow. deep into the acrylic painting thing. So that's what wild. is your um this is the wrong word because I'm not an artist, but what is your like subject? Are you landscapes, nudes? What are you painting the most? Yeah, that was the right word, by the way. You're like halfway there. Oh, uh, I thought you were I thought you were gonna call a brush a hair pencil, and I almost stopped this podcast. What kind hair pencils do you use? <laughs> that was my next question. <laughs> Listen, the creatives will allow you to get away with a lot. So you could really say anything that you feel like. <laughs> I don't think you're perfect. Uh, my subject matter, I paint a lot of animals. Um, I also paint, you know, I, I like, like Blaze said, I do a lot of creepy stuff. I like bugs and skulls and that kind of thing. I, I just kind of think it's dark and scary and fun. So yeah. Hannah just did a really cool, uh, which I've never seen before. I would say maybe like an analog GIF 
where you did these really cool um, on triangular uh, panels. You painted like kind of like a black and white eyeball, but then you you did like five or six of them and then put them all together. So it looked like it was moving. It was very yeah. cool. It, it, that was fun. That was kind of a nightmare project, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, I did five. Wow. Well, because it, it required like trying to make them all line up. Right. So like if you if you want to animate something, you need every frame to resemble the last frame. Sure. And that's a lot more annoying than just like going and painting something, you know, one time and being done with it. So, yeah, yeah I had to do five very similar but ever so slightly different paintings so that when I put them together as a GIF, it would look like the eye was rolling back. Uh, so, cool. so, yeah, awesome. it was fun, but it took a long time to get like, you know, two seconds of footage. <laughs> would you say that drawing is like a gateway art into painting? Like, do you have to be a good drawer first to then be a good painter? Oh, no, you don't have to be good at anything, honestly. Oh, well, that, um, that's good for me, at least. Right up, our <laughs> right up my alley. Yeah, exactly. The bar is much lower than you think. Uh, no, <laughs> I, some, some people start with drawing and move into painting. Some people are more on like just the straight painting side and like, you know, things that are loose and expressionist and don't have to really resemble anything. So, um, no, I mean, if you like to draw, I'd say that's a good segue, but I don't think it's necessary. Is there a type of painting that you get angry at because you think it's like just too easy or too like like the people who throw paint at a wall and they're like, this is a masterpiece. But, they, you know, they, that's all they did. Are you like, oh, come on. Is there anything that like kind of gets under your skin in the painting world? Or is it, totally. isn't it Rothko just did like the two like giant things of color? Like, I saw a thing. I know he's an amazing painter, but I saw a thing with Jim Carrey once that like he it was just in a room and he had a bunch of like squ basically squirty guns of paint. Squirt. And he's just like, gross. What? Just like squirting them all over the wall. And he's like, this is perfect. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's not really my favorite kind of art, but, <laughs> but a lot of people like it very much and it looks great above a couch. So I, that's you know, true. different stuff works for different people. I, lo I um, love if you're like, uh, yeah, you're using the squirt guns or whatever. What's your medium? It's like, it's <laughs> my medium. Just yeah. Whatever makes the fartiest noise is what I use. Exactly. Well, I'm, a, I'm a super soaker artist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I, I do think like, it's interesting though, because one thing I, I, I really, I love art and, um, I wish I was steeped more in the history of it because I, I do feel like when you're talking about Pollock or Rothko or any of those, even like Andy Warhol or somebody, yeah. you know, the soup can, I feel like that's all context. And I don't know, Hannah, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, are you, uh, as an artist, do you feel like you're informed by context or do you just kind of do your own thing and you don't really worry about how it would ever fit into, um, you know, the, the contemporary art or the history of art or any of those things. Yeah. I mean, I think I used to care more. I, you know, I went to art school and when you go to art school, they really want you to care. So I, <laughs> I, I like, I kind of came from that and, you know, and you need to know the sources and the reasons and all of this. But I mean, at this point, honestly, I, I have loosened up on that a lot. I, I just, I make stuff that I think is cool and I hope people like to look at it. And that is kind of enough for me. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, one thing I'm just dying to ask you, and it's such a dumb question. Are you oh, ready? boy? Your you your style is so exacting and and gorgeous. And what happens if you make a mistake? Your lines are so clean. I if you sneeze or something, 
And it, does it ruin the, do you just get upset? It, it drives me, I've been dying to ask you this question. <laughs> Yeah, because, well, <laughs> because H- Hannah's art, for those who haven't seen it, and please go uh, the Obanoff on everything. It's the, just like it at the Obanoff. I'm looking at it right now. That's true. It is very clean line. Do you ever it's get to the very gorgeous. end and just that go out of the line and you're like, oh, it's all ruined? Or can you just get, paint over it? Yeah, I would get yeah, nervous. You paint over it. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, the thing about paint is that paint goes on top of paint. So if you right. get paint on something you just put more paint on it you know i mean and, if, and honestly if you if you make a devastating mistake then there's yeah. sandpaper you know i mean oh. you can start over oh. that's happened it, honestly you you kind of just let it happen as you go and sometimes things don't go in the exact place you had thought they were going to go and you're probably still okay it's it's not going to destroy it and i'm not you know devastated by by making a mistake it's it's it is what it is Got it. Because I am a control freak and that's all I could think about. It's all I could think about is like, I know the very, something I really cared about as I would get closer and closer to finishing it, I would be like, oh God. And like my <laughs> hand is just shaking like it's an earthquake. And I'd be like, don't fuck this up. And then death. And I would just yeah. then yeah. burn my whole house to the ground. I mean, messing up a line isn't that big of a deal because you can kind of straighten it out and you can clutch it a little bit. But if you, you know, one time I like fully dropped my palette, like my palette full of paint. Oh upside down onto oh, a painting I had finished. My, and that was oh like, wow. like, all right, well, I guess, guess that one's counted out. Guess like, we'll, do, you know, <laughs> that one's, Alex. that one's gone. We won't gun. You're yeah, like, and this one gun. is called the messy finish. This yeah. is perfect. Yeah. Um, and how does that, now, how does that, you just did a, you've done a few mural, murals, but you just did a giant mural of a wolf. That was what, 20 some, I mean, how big was it? It was insane. Yeah, it was 20 feet high, 35 feet wide. I did it with a lift um, to get up God. to the top. It was, it was a whole thing. How That's does awesome. that work? How do you even approach something like that? And and when it's happening, do the people come to you and say, we want something? Are you pitching it to them? Can you take us through that process? Yeah, I mean, it depends. So sometimes people, you know, sometimes you ask and say, hey, you've got this space. I'd love to paint something on it. You know, other times they come to you and say, hey, we know your work. We want something over here. Sometimes they get really specific. In this case, they act that the people that commissioned that piece said, you know, hey, we want this wolf. You know, can you design oh, okay, cool. something of a wolf that will go on this wall? So. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, you just work back and forth, you, you create a design, you show it to them and then you just go do it and, uh, hope that you have good weather. Wow. With something like that, do you have to get the, the lift yourself? Like, how do you get <laughs> like, she already owns a lift. That's what she drives <laughs> where around. Where do you get that stuff? Lift. Like, do you, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I, I just pack it into the trunk of my mini Cooper. No, uh, you, <laughs> It depends. Most most places, if they know that you're going to need it, will secure it for you. Oh, cool. Um, usually you can kind of ask. So like I pick up all my own paint because I can be a control freak about the colors I want and, and make sure all my tools are the way that I want. But when I get there, I'll say, hey, I need access to water. I need a lift because it's 20 feet high. You know, I need X, Y, and C. And usually they will do that. Um, that last one that you're talking about actually was in uh, sort of coordinated through the city. So the city has access to things like lifts with no problem. So yeah, yeah they just, it showed up and, and that was that. You just Can I ask, your, you just brought your paint and your hair pencils. That's, that's, all you right. Need. <laughs> that's right. Can I, I need to ask a, a super annoying question if that's okay. Um, yeah. it just off the top of your head, 
I have been redoing my house. I'm, oh, boy, uh, here we go. <laughs> renovating my house. <laughs> this door is a blank <laughs> slate. There's a door behind me that is unfinished. If you were to paint it and you had like un- unlimited, you could do anything you wanted. What would you do to this door? You can see the other things in this room. We got an Indiana Jones poster. There's a Goonies poster. There's it's better, if you, there. it's better if you don't look at what else is in the there's room. There's a rock wall <laughs> thing. It's going to depress you. If you spend more than an hour in there, you get your virginity back. I was thinking like in the door, like whatever those are called, the um, insides of the, the cutouts there, maybe the, those are different colors maybe than the outside of the door. The door guts? The door guts. <laughs> Door guts. Yeah, it's technical, but I think that's right. Uh, yeah. I, um, I, I don't know, man. I mean, you, you could, you could do that annoying hipster thing where you have that one brightly colored door, you know, like usually the front door, yeah. door, house, whatever. Or, I mean, you could, you could get, you could go crazy on it. You could paint a whole image on it if you wanted to. I, I mean, you, you could try out the super soaker idea, honestly, Ooh, and just, just spray it with color. I Not mean, a bad idea. You could you could give it the Ann Taylor treatment and just go red door. But here's what I think you should do, RJ. All right? But I'm not going to do it. Yeah, no, I know. You have no talent. But here's the thing. I know. Here's what I think you should do. You're such a fan of Indiana Jones, right? Ooh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Huge. I don't need to hear I literally that watched voice. it today. I don't, okay. <laughs> TMI. TMI. I don't want to hear it. I just assume, by the way, if the day ends in Y, that you have watched an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. But, okay, here's what you should do. Like, which one is it? Holy Grail? Indiana Jones and the Holy Grail? Well, you That's should do with that one. door. <laughs> what, what's the Last Crusade? I'm last sorry. Crusade? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, we named the dog Indiana. <laughs> That's exactly. Uh, yeah. Here's what you should do, man. You know, there's that part where... Like he's gonna, it looks like a canyon, but there's a bridge there. Oh yeah. And he you steps the leap of on faith. That, that's what you should do. On that door, you should make it look like there's no door or something, right? <laughs> I like should paint whatever is outside the door yeah. right right there. Ooh. Leap of faith. And then what happens is you're like, oh, and you bump in the, into the door like an idiot. And then you're like, yeah. You should if I could thing. find someone to do that, to paint what's right on the other side of that door, that would be so awesome. You know, you know who you need is Wiley Coyote. Remember oh, all those? Oh like, yes, a, just a train tunnel. A train tunnel. Yes, exactly. that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Absolutely. That's uh, what I need. And I could probably help you out with the dynamite. Okay. Well, listen. So, uh, Hannah, here's the deal. We are, or I am, hopefully with your help, going to try to convince RJ to paint. All right. I have some ideas of how to attack this, frankly, big problem. And uh, we'll get to them right after this break. We'll be right back. All right. And we're back. We're here with the amazing Hannah Webb. She's a painter. That's right. She goes by the Obanoff on all platforms. I love, by the way, can I just say something? Like as a person who works in the digital space, how satisfying it is when someone is just the same across everything. Oh, Oh, chef's kiss. What do you even mean? Oh, the same name. It drives me insane. And we could cut this out of the podcast 100%. But I will say it drives me bananas when people are like, yeah, I'm Flib Flab on Facebook. And on Instagram, I'm Jim Jam. And it just drives me (laughs) crazy. It drives me nuts. So thank you. The Obanoth on everything. And Hannah has some amazing artwork out there. Also, you have a great online store. Uh, with some cool little pins, some cool eye pins and some other great stuff available for purchase. But today you're going to help me try to convince RJ 
to take up painting. Now, here's the thing, a little bit of... Or not. You don't have to, by the way. You don't have to. You don't have to. But if you don't, we'll never speak again. Okay. (laughs) So uh, we probably won't anyway. But that being said, here's the thing. A little background about your boy, Blay. I grew up, my dad was a great painter. Kind of like Hannah, your dad as well was creative, right? Did he paint Mm -hmm. or no? Uh, Architect. Architect. Okay. So a smart person's artist, uh, which is great. Uh, My dad uh, was uh, kind of a painter, but was a social worker. So, you know, that's kind of maybe his art therapy or something. He just painted a lot of divorces, divorce scenes, a lot of crime. People throwing things at other people. Dad, are you okay? I'm fine. (laughs) This is painting. Yeah. There is, by the way, this great photo of my dad holding me as a baby. Maybe this is more depressing than anything else, but holding me as a baby and like paintbrush coming out of his fingers out of the bottom two fingers, a cigarette holding a glass of scotch. And my head is like <laughs> resting on the glass of scotch. I think that's that says fun. a lot about you. Okay. Well, touche. But anyway, so uh, I love painting. I wanted, I wanted to be a painter when I was young. Uh, obviously, I have no talent. Then I wanted to be a comic book artist. Also no talent. But uh, it's near and dear to my heart. And I used to do a thing called Just Say November when I lived in New York. And I would quit drinking for a month and learn a skill. And so I got really into watercolor painting, which is a whole other level of insanity because it's so, uh, I don't know, Hannah, what would you say? It's, it's not exacting, but it, it feels very like hard to control, I guess. Yeah, It's finicky. It's, it's, it's finicky. less, it's less forgiving. Yes, exactly. That's the word for it. So is that because what, it runs? Like, why is it, why is it less consist- consistency, man? It's just hard to, it's hard to get, it's hard to get the same thing twice. And if you don't know what you're doing, like I don't, I mean, I don't know how are uh, you, why did you choose acrylics? Well, I mean, so like, you know, watercolor is hard because it's transparent. So you can't cover up a mistake with more watercolor. Uh, You'll be able to see through it. So if you mess up a watercolor painting, you, I mean that there really is no covering that up. That that's a start over. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, it's mm. see, it's clear, it's it's transparent, but acrylic is opaque. So if you make a mistake, you can cover it up and keep going. So um, yeah, I like acrylic because I think it's brighter because uh, watercolor is thinner and diluted with water. Obviously, um, you have to use you know more layers usually to get that like vibrant color. Yeah. And acrylic is super bright right out of the right out of the tube. So Doesn't yeah, mess seeing your stuff right off the bat, it all like pops it's very like eye-catching right yeah i'll meet no bones i'll kill her no filler so rj here's the thing i think that here's why i think my first argument is you should try to learn how to paint it you're a writer you know you Uh are i hate that i'm even saying this a singer (laughs) why like because (laughs) you know i hate the fact you're in a barbershop quartet yeah i despise it yeah i I know I, know. I could feel the bile rising in my throat. I'm sorry, Hannah. I just, do you like barbershop quartets, Hannah? No one has ever asked me that question. Well, what's your answer? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not prepared for this. What does your, your gut say? What does your gut say? In front of her, there's just notes on painting. And she's like, where's the barbershop quartet stuff? Flipping pages. Uh, I, I, good. I, I don't know. Thank you. Thank That's you. Answer. That's the wrong answer. That's the thank, wrong answer. You. thank you. Uh, thank no, you. the right answer. No, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> just, I love the other people step in with our thing. You just start singing. Yeah. Uh, any, my point is you like to creatively express yourself in all sorts of different ways. Sure. You know, 
tappity tappity, singity singity. I mean, you used to do two ways. You, well, <laughs> you used to do like a late night show, so I would yeah, say yeah, yeah, acting. yeah. I would say like improv. Done some acting. stand stand yeah. up. That's a, yeah, okay, that's sure. That's a low. Sure. That's a low third. That I'll is say, yeah. But you've yeah. done it. So what? Here's the thing. And every time, correct me if I'm wrong, RJ, but every time that you add another form of expression, uh, doesn't it inform the rest of your creative process? Doesn't it help you think about uh, the world in a different way and and get your feelings out? <sighs> I guess a little ah. bit, a little bit. Yeah, sometimes. Right. I've definitely used some skills that transfer over. Like I did stand up and stuff first, so I wasn't as maybe I wasn't as like stage frighty when I when I joined a band, like that type of thing. Like there are some transferable skills. I don't know how painting this door behind me is going to I don't well, know how any of those skills are going to transfer into that. Uh I'm not saying transfer skills exactly. What I'm okay. saying is uh, it'll teach you something about your creative process. For instance, like we made the joke about my dad weeping and painting. Like I, I think all all creativity is touching something deep with inside yourself. And so you're expressing yourself in a certain way. And if you learn a different way to express yourself, those are going to touch different feelings inside. Hannah, how would you say that your painting allows you to express the things you're feeling? Yeah. I mean, I think that it maybe just gives me space to get to them a little bit. I mean, you know, anybody that does music or writing or anything, I mean, you kind of know like the flow state a little bit, like you kind of, you get in the zone, you, totally. you kind of like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. And I think, I think painting's a good one for that for me because, you know, I can create something of course with an emotional, I don't know, some emotional representation or something, but honestly, you know, it, it kind of just, puts me in a place where I can sort of chill and deal with emotion because my hands are busy. I'm doing something, but I'm not, you know, I'm not like using too much of my brain. You're not thinking hard about everything that you do when you are painting, right? You, you are kind of just putting it down and exploring and moving with it and, you know, but it doesn't have to like, you know, it doesn't have to be this intensive nightmarish experience. No, right at all. So it gives you it gives you space for, you know, for some of that kind of flow state, emotional sensing. I think it's good for that. Yeah. I will say I have. So I have tried to paint before in my life. Oh, I went voila. to first a I was obsessed. My only experience with painting are these two things. One, Bob Ross. I was obsessed with Bob Ross. Who isn't? Right. But two, because I think I was obsessed with Bob Ross as a kid, I would go, my family used to go to Cape Cod for vacations um, in Massachusetts. And I would ride my bike through the woods and there was like a clearing. And in the clearing, there was a, uh, like a pond and then a house on stilts and then the ocean. And I went there like once a day on vacation, probably for a week or whatever. And I brought a little thing of paints I bought at the store and I would just go and try to paint it because I thought that that would be a cool thing because I was like, oh, there's this cool scene that I wanted to paint. I was so bad at it. Like I wanted to get into that state of like, oh, I'm in the moment. Like I'm here. I'm in this. I'm never going to. I guess I didn't forget the creepy the voice state. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The creepy sorry. voice state. Yeah. And I um, I could never get I could never get there because I don't think I had the right skills. I didn't have any skills. I just watched Bob Ross do it. And I was like, oh, I could go try to do this. And it didn't really work. 
I mean, do you, do you need to be good at something to enjoy it? No, but I think you have to have a baseline in order to like get like playing basketball. If you didn't know how to dribble the first time you played, it probably wouldn't be that fun. Right. Or I like, I mean, when or was take last time skiing. you thought of basketball as artistic expression? Okay. Skiing. Like Same I'm thing so, with skiing. I, I love skiing. Like skiing, you feel in the zone. You feel like when you're going down the yeah. hill, if you can do it, like you're riding a bike and you don't have to think about the mechanics of it, then you can get to a little bit more of like a fun state with it. Yeah. But I, I, I see, I, I'm on Hannah's side on this one in that I don't think it's necessarily, I don't necessarily think like how good you are, how proficient you are is how uh, much it can uh, uh, please you. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't necessarily think you need to be top of the pops, you know, in, in painting to enjoy it. And I mean, look at Jim Carrey and his, you know, squirty squirt things. Like, <laughs> right. WTF, pardon my letters, but I'm just saying like, he's not thinking, oh, this has to be really good. He's thinking, oh, what are these colors and all this other stuff? I mean, he doesn't, he, he, you know, obviously he's a multimillionaire. It doesn't matter. But, and I uh, bet he has like a baseline knowledge of what he's doing. To me, it looks like he's just, squirting paint but i i bet he has maybe but it doesn't matter i think that that baseline knowledge that you're talking about is maybe easier to get to than you think you know like maybe as a kid getting to that baseline whatever is harder but now like i mean you're you're an adult you know how to use a pencil and so like if somebody put a paintbrush in your hand and gave you some paint i bet you could i bet you could get to the point where you could create some i mean you know you you would know how to dribble the ball at, at least pretty fast yeah. yeah rj holds up he's just like ugh right now ugh. it's like chiseling a tombstone uh this is my name <laughs> but no i and look i i yeah i completely agree and hannah when when did you i mean obviously you kind of were you've been creative kind of your whole life but did you reach a an actual moment and do you remember that moment of oh wait this is good oh my gosh, wait, this is actually like better than I thought. Do you remember having that kind of epiphany or was it just kind of like, I'm going to keep going and keep going and see if I can improve? Yeah, I don't think you ever really land, you know, I mean, especially with things that are creative. I mean, and I imagine this is the same with writing and music and anything, right? Like you you can feel like something you made is better than a thing that you made before it, right? You know, like the painting I made yesterday is probably better than one I made a couple years ago. And I can, I, I can identify that and acknowledge it, but I don't know that I have ever or will ever be like, I have done it. I'm great. This is it. We're all set. You know, I, I don't know that that is really part of it. Um, was there so, a, was there a, was there a moment when you were younger that was like the first, like the first time you remember somebody, somebody else acknowledging your work. Cause I know for like comedy or whatever, it's super, especially stand up. It's, you know, you have that very quick response. You have the like laughter. Right. And that's like kind of the drug you need. Do you remember the first time you got a taste of someone being like, Whoa, this is awesome. Yes, absolutely. I, in, in high school, I drew a cow skull. I'm from the Midwest and we just had a cow skull in my art. Um, so yeah, and I I had drawn it, and my art teacher, who was this older woman, she was very nice, but she was not 
um, not bubbly. You know, she, she wasn't, she wasn't passing out compliments all the time. She uh, was hard, that she hard was, art teacher. Yeah, I guess it's all right. <laughs> just stood giant, like, why are you smoking in class? Yeah. Shut up! This is our class! Drive the cow skull! Yeah, kind of like that. Uh, I had finished it and I was nervous to show it because I, I think I had like stayed after a study hall or something to keep working on it, you know, and I found myself really into it. And she came up behind me and looked at it and she goes, wow, you're really good at drawing. And that was like, that was it. Like Whoa. stars in my eyes. I was just like, oh, yeah. so she says I'm good at drawing. And that, that yeah. was like, that, that, that compliment, which just, you know, I think for her was just something that she said to a student in her class is like, was that first, like, you know, I, I went to sleep that night thinking about that. Like, that was just like, <gasps> that best. was the validation. That's so That's cool. The Ar- best. RJ, did you, have you ever had a moment like that with comedy or, or with writing or anything? I can't tell if you're joking or not, I, but honestly, honestly, I know I, I shit on you a lot, but like yeah. genuine question. Totally. The, the number one for me that was the first. First, there was there's this there uh, this is so weird and sad but there was like he was basically a bully in eighth grade and no one everyone was kind of like scared of this guy i was scared of this guy whatever and we I'm were standing around a group out, of people his name was larry link <laughs> and he, he 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 wasn't he wasn't really a bully he was just like kind of an intimidating guy in eighth grade <laughs> what bully is named larry but oh no, i know here comes larry well i'm, like, I'm from kentucky but anyway he he was just kind of intimidating. He ended up being like a really nice guy. I just didn't know him, right? But we were all standing around and I said something and I made him laugh. And he, he laughed and everyone laughed. And I, I'll never forget my buddy who was like my nerd friend with me as a nerd looked at me and was like, oh, that was awesome. That's all he said to me. Whoa. And I was like, okay, we got to go. Like it was, <laughs> it was weird. It was the first time though that I ever like remember making someone laugh. Which wow. might have started it. I, I have no idea, but I definitely remember it. That's what about so cool. you? It, it's so yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting. Like, isn't it interesting? Like these moments that um, mean so much to us were probably oh, just they don't yeah, remember like, that. They don't yeah, remember that at all. Ripple. Yeah, and like I, that teacher. That's the best part about both stories to me is that the characters that we, you know, pleased were like harder in our own eyes, you know, like she wasn't dishing out like compliments yeah. to all her students and you got the, you got it's the a bigger, a bigger win and it, it yeah. feels genuine, yeah, you know, totally. it, it didn't, it didn't feel like pandering. It, it felt like, felt like they meant it, you know, yeah. and it was like, Oh, Oh shit. I, yeah. I did that. Didn't I? That's For so both cool. of you guys, if now let's say you didn't get those compliments, do you think you still would have gone on how how critical were those compliments or or that little push in that direction to pushing the boat down the river to where you guys are now? I think I probably would have done it either way and maybe something else would have taken its place. You know, I mean, I think that the reason why that is powerful was maybe because it was the first or one of the first ones that really resonated with me. So maybe, you know, maybe someone said something a year later that also was really awesome that I didn't need as badly by then, you know, yeah. so it. It might have, I don't know, but yeah, I, I, I was on this path no matter what. I just, you know, like anything where you're doing a, something creative, you're introspective and you're not sure if yeah. it's being well received and, you know, and you're insecure. So, totally. so yeah. yeah, for, for me, and I, I bet it was similar for you and probably you too, Blay, where 
it like the first time you realize you have this like creative thing it's almost like a low level superpower that kind of helps you get through socially in your life you know mm. for me you know i i was probably a little less awkward when i realized like oh i i can make people laugh like this is maybe i won't be as scared to talk to people or whatever mm. yeah yeah mm. yeah for sure yeah that's interesting yeah i i i don't know i i think um I mean, this leads perfectly into my second argument. I knew I was walking into a trap. That's right. What I did was I got here before you and I dug the pit and covered it with leaves. And then uh, using compliments, I've brought you closer to my little trap, which is argument number two, uh, which is art makes you feel better. It makes you feel better in a way that no other kind of form of expression does. And I think that's because something Hannah kind of touched on a little bit earlier when you were talking about acrylics and why you use acrylics. Right out of the tube, it's great. Pow, you put it on, bam, color, it's there. I think that something, and this could just be me, but I, it feels like to me, paint is because it's a visual medium. And because it's a physical medium, it's not like you're not pointing and clicking. It's not like graphic design on a computer and where's this tab and what's happening. It it feels like like some of the earliest art human beings have created were, were painting cave paintings, paintings on the wall. And there's something primal it touches within you, within our DNA. It makes you feel better. And there's no there, there it's no surprise why it's part of therapy. You know, like hey, as a child, you know they say draw your family. And then it's like the dad is like got a knife or something. That was just my childhood. But do you know what I'm saying? Like in that way, and because it touches something deep in our subconscious that we don't even really know is there. So I think you're going to, you know, so that's why you should, because it very easily right off the bat, if you're not saying, oh, I want to be good at this, painting can be very visceral and satisfying. What uh, else in your life is this satisfying? No, I agree. Nothing. I agree Nothing. that painting is Eating is probably the only it makes you feel better, but art makes you feel better. But that's why I consume it. That's why I purchase it. That's why I go to the movies. I I just bought a piece of pop art when I was in um, 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 Palm Springs last weekend. And it's uh, it's this awesome painting I got of Elvis doing like a dance move, but also squirting ketchup into the air. It's a weird, awesome piece of pop art. But like, okay, yes, because it makes me feel good. But assuming it's different than creating. True. I mean, you already you already kind of have dipped into the pool, though. I mean, you you appreciate it. It's on your walls, right? I mean, it's exactly. It's already kind of you. You know, you're already reaping the benefits. Maybe it. Uh, maybe you could try to make your own. It, it if you didn't, RJ, if you didn't have such a a quality governor on on the wheel in your head, I think if you let yourself just free paint, if you got a bunch of paint. You let yourself free paint like you would do with writing or anything else. Mm-hmm. I think you would immediately find it more satisfying than any other form of expression. I don't, Blake, except you for know. singing. You'd be like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that is how I sing. But you uh, know me. I am. This is not. A, in, it's not in a severe way, but I am shaky. I got shaky hands. So what? You're not going. Don't paint you have to have like a nice fine? brush like motor skills don't you have to have motor skills to do this not really really yeah i mean it's obvious if you're gonna make like a a beautiful perspective detailed 
ink drawing of the Statue of Liberty, then yet maybe, but but I, I don't think anyone's suggesting that you do that. I yeah, mean, yeah. just you don't do, you know. buy don't buy microns or whatever those markers are that are like super like extremely. It's like one atom. You're just like etching one atom into the page. I can't even use this. Yeah, I crushed <laughs> them. Actually, the tips are too delicate. So no, like you, I told you don't you have- not to hold the pen like this. Oh, <laughs> hand a right name. Oh. Yeah, I hold it like I do a crayon just in a fist. Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> what, what if people go to your page? I mean, I know you don't paint like this, but it would be amazing if, <laughs> if people go to like some, oh, wow, I want to check. The open off. Wow, this would be great. And you just paint like with a fist, yeah. like just angrily holding your paintbrush in like a fist up and down. Like, oh, that's aggressive. <laughs> I think it would it would probably make a lot of people mad if you see, you know, because I, I do paint kind of precise, you know, and if I kind of it's like, <laughs> it's like perfect. <laughs> well, yeah, but there's a lot of different ways to do it. I mean, you know, I, I would say that I'm in the minority of of people when it comes to like the precision thing. I, I don't think that that's how most people do it. You know, a lot of people paint super expressive and, you know, and and hold the brush at the very end of it, you know, and, and sort of let it, let it oh. touch the canvas and be loose and all over, you know, I mean, it's, it, it's much less, um, much less hyper control than it, that it maybe seems. I feel like that's how Jeff Bridges paints, like as the dude, like yeah. he wears like a big cardigan and holds the paintbrush at the very end is like, eh, just yeah. like, you know, at the very, very I, end. That's an interesting. I, yeah, it can make you feel better. I, I guess I can get on board with that a little bit, but but you generally, you just like feeling shitty. Is no, I'm just saying. Generally, art makes me feel better when I'm consuming it. Like I, I like writing is not fun. It's not that fun. <laughs> the, the, no, it's not. You know this. Like the I famous writer. No, you don't. Mark, I, the famous Mark Twain quote that we know. It's fun to have written that it it's fun to have a piece of something afterwards but the painstaking process of like going through it and doing it is work isn't it i don't work like revising i don't i don't like revising but well. i like writing isn't it work to paint jesus christ open your I mean, heart open your heart i guess everything is but right like uh, yeah exactly like, what is the answer to this question like he's like isn't it work i don't know hannah what do we say no it's- i mean Cooking is work. Exactly. Eating, you know, like all of the, everything is generally, I mean, requires effort, but that's the point. I mean, isn't that the concept of this, this flow state thing is that it is about the process, you know, like it's you, I guess work is one way to look at process, but you know, process with this, I think might be more enjoyable than, then, you know, it's not really a slog when you're smushing colors around, you know, it, it's maybe not as grunt work as, you know, you're not laying bricks, but. We caught RJ on a day where he's like, life is pain. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, dude. Someone yeah, no did just is- give me a puzzle for a gift. And I was like, why? Why did you give me this? This is just work. And then I'm going to have, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of so like you're, painting you're, because I have to put together a thing and then I'll have a picture. It's like thanks for this four hour like a boring thing that I'm gonna have to do now. I mean, a puzzle's really fragile when you're done too. The painting is not. Yeah, that's like, true. At least the painting will stick to the wall and be be there afterwards. I RJ got a puzzle and now he's taking the anger out on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No expression. Uh, What's right, your third my- argument? 
Here's my last one very quickly. Yeah. And you're going to you're going to hate this because you're in a life that you hashtag life is pain mode. <laughs> but. You know, I, I love things. I love books. I love uh, uh, paintings. I love songs that make me think about the world differently. That make me see my everyday life. Sure. Differently. Like, you know, one phrase I just heard the other day, which like changed has changed me in the last 48 hours, which is such a smart phrase is like, if it's not, a, if it's not a hard, yes, it's a hard no. And I'm like, Oh, that's great. Or the phrase, like, instead of saying, I don't have time to do something saying like, that's not a priority for me. Like yeah. just the way that it changes your brain chemistry, those things are beautiful and great. And, and, and I love them. You know, like that book, Piranesi, which is like, makes you think about, the uh, the the trivial things in 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 the world as actually very beautiful and the tiny moments is beautiful painting does that when you when you uh learn how to paint and you're painting you are seeing the world and hannah i don't know if this is true or not i'm kind of just bullshitting but you're seeing and now you're looking at the world through a different lens because to paint something you need to kind of look at it then differently with a critical eye differently than you just would normally like Oh, here's a sunlight. Like, here's a beautiful room. Okay, great. I want to sit down and paint it. Okay, well, there's a shaft of sunlight coming down here. It's affecting the 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 walls. The light is bouncing off and hitting the walls in these ways. Oh, maybe like there's this and that. Maybe you're trying to use colors that might evoke the, the emotions you feel while sitting in the room. It kind of makes you think about the world in a different way. It's going to give you a different lens with which to appreciate your surroundings. Is this all bullshit? That was, that was grade a bullshitting or not. It was, that was very, I think that you're right. No, you're right. Yeah. I mean, like when you're, when you're looking at something, when you're thinking of something to paint, do you, do you find yourself shifting into a little bit of a different mode than you would just every day going to work, going home life? I mean, sure. Yeah. You know, and I think when you, when you sit down to try to capture something. I mean, yeah, you, you, you break it down and when you're going to create it, you decide, okay, well, if it's, you know, if I'm going to paint a bird, I'm not just going to go, okay, bird, put bird here. You know, I mean, you think, okay, here's the, here's the color here. Here's the shape. Here's the angle. I want it to fit onto the, onto the frame like this. I want to, you know, maybe put this over here. I mean, you know, you're, you're creating an image and you look at the thing that you're recreating differently for that reason. So, yeah, I mean, you definitely like get a new perspective on things. You, you slow down, you observe. I mean, I, I imagine there's parallels with writing, you know, like you, you would Absolutely. try to find those little details and little moments to expand upon and to make what you're doing more interesting than just saying like, she knocked on the door. Right. I mean, you, you would probably try to, to notice or invent the nuance of that experience or moment. And I, I think that, yeah, painting and representation is the same way. Totally. She knocked on the guts of the door. Exactly. The door. Guts. I, love, I just door love guts, the please. idea. Can yeah. I just say like, I love the idea. Like it's like Hannah put bird on panel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, on panel can i ask what are your uh this is a question for both of you what are your who are your favorite painters and i mean i guess i'm asking who are your favorite famous painters is my real question oh well well you can answer both but like are there any who do you like who who do who should i and the people listening check out if we have no base knowledge for painting the guy, yeah. I, the guy I love right now, I just went to his art opening, Victor Castillo, over at uh, Val Kilmer's gallery. 
He's awesome. He's dark and weird. And it's like, it's a little pop arty, um, but it's, it's fantastic. I love him. Honestly, I love Hannah's work. I think is fantastic. It's That's like, the right it's bright. It's yeah, it's bright. It's beautiful. Uh, and it's weird. You, you do some really cool, fascinating stuff that I, I'm drawn to the unique. Like a, a lot of Hannah's animals have like three eyes or you'll do these Whoa. things with big teeth and, or just teeth. Uh, and I think that that stuff is great, but yeah, Han- Hannah, who are some of your influences and, and faves? Man, that's hard. I mean, I, I follow like, I mean, on Instagram, I'm following like probably a thousand, 1100, maybe different people, almost all of which are other artists, you know, I mean, I, I follow a lot of people that do work that's different than mine on purpose because, you know, it. I, I don't know. I, I think it can get to be a little bit of a circle jerk if it's just you looking at like other people making the same thing and trying to, I don't know. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, I do no landscape painting. I follow a bunch of landscape painters. Mm-hmm. I don't have tattoos, but I follow a bunch of tattoo artists. I think that kind of imagery is really cool. Uh, I follow photographers. I follow sculptors. I personally uh, work uh, with students that do game design and stuff. So I see like 3D and digital work. So I I, I think that the the exposure to art does not have to feel like you're going acne. You know, like it doesn't have to feel like you are having some classical formal experience and deciding who your favorites. You know, I, I think that it can be a lot looser and broader and more fun than that. Um, you know, I mean, and, and just, just based on in your room, you have, you have posters of, with different styles of different media of different, different people. I mean, that all counts. So yeah, I mean, what, yeah, one of my favorites is like Daniel, like that right there is Daniel danger. And I have like three more. And so is that by the way. Uh, and he does Daniel danger does these very intricate, uh, like ink, drawings a lot of times of of like destroyed or like decrepit houses and then he'll put like little ghosts in there of like little <laughs> ghost girls and stuff which is fantastic and eric joiner i love he does all robots and donuts which is fantastic that's cool um yeah i mean i i think that the thing is right at the end of the day like jenna barton is great she does uh under dapper mouth um she uh she puts stuff up and hers is like very uh, clean lines, uh, a lot of animals, but very flat, which is cool. Um, and yeah, I think I, I completely agree. I, I think it's one thing that's great about social media is I just try to follow a lot of really interesting people. Uh, mm-hmm. And I find that very inspiring, uh, like for writing RJ, like, totally. um, you know, like for instance, Jenna, Jenna Barton, uh, Dapper Mouth, she'll write these little poems that go along with her with her every piece. And one, one was like, Oh my God, it was so good. It was like, um, his, uh, what's it? His, 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 his true self. He knew he could never disguise the coat of a man cannot hide a wolf's eyes. And I was like, Ooh, Ooh girl. Oh my God. That's all. And it was like this great. So I, I find that. Yeah. It, like Hannah said, inspiring and, and because it's other, it's the other. Um, and I'll never be a great artist. Um, but I, I can use that in, in, you know, in the stuff that I can do, which is cool. Um, cool. So, yeah. so there you go. All right. So Love those it. are my three, three arguments. And we're going to get RJ's verdict right after the break. And we're back. Okay. Hannah, if you could in like one or two sentences put together why I should paint, if you could just sum it up. <laughs> 
Can you do Blay's job for him? What would him. you say? What would you say is the reason I should do it? Yeah. I mean, so one of my favorite quotes of all time is if you can't learn to do something well, learn to enjoy doing it poorly. So I don't think that there, I don't think that there is any pressure to be good or informed or any kind of stuffiness or any, I don't think you need to overthink it. I just think that it is a accessible, loose, fun, light thing that you will probably enjoy and maybe, maybe enjoy more than you think that you would if you didn't try it. It's a great answer. Wow. I think, I think that's the one, uh, Jesus. this the podcast one, could have just been that. Yeah, I know it really could have <laughs> that actually, well well cause done. I was thinking about all of blaze. You just started with that. Yeah. Like, I, what do you think? I, uh, that's my biggest hang up. I think is the, <laughs> is I'm just overthinking the whole thing. Um, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, right. So my arguments, I mean, (laughs) yeah. So I don't want to say mine, but, uh, right. I I think it could teach you something about your creative process. It could uh, touch something primal within yourself and it could, uh, give you another way lens with which to see the world. But what Hannah said, but what Hannah said, yeah, was, you know, you know, stop overthinking it. it. Well, to be, to be fair, mixing what Hannah just said with your second argument, which I thought was your best argument is that it can make you feel good. I think doing it, putting that together with what Hannah just said about not overthinking it, doing it just for fun could be my entry point in. So for all of your reasons and for Hannah's amazing reasons, I'm going to say I'm going to try and paint that door. So <laughs> I'll, we should paint take a guts. photo of the door right now and see what it looks like. And then on a future podcast, I'll, looks see, like I'll a, show you. It just looks like a door. No, what but do I'm going to paint it. I'm going to oh, paint it. Oh, this is the before oh, picture. Oh, got it. We need to see what a white door looks yes. like. Yes. You didn't even, by the way, tell Hannah what your bathroom is. Oh, yeah. I had somebody, uh, our awesome friend Vern, did a mural of uh, the Jurassic Park jungle. Uh, it's wow. awesome. There's like a, a north uh, cool. dock sign and everything. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah in the bathroom, which is great. I- I don't know why you needed any convincing. It seems like you. But someone already, did that for me. I didn't yeah. do it. I I know, but like, but you, you know, it's it's not like you don't have any opinions or connection to it. I mean, it sounds like you really appreciate art. Yeah, what? I appreciate. He does it. now. You should. I did before the podcast <laughs> earlier this week. I know. Saying. I wanna. I wanna commission you to make some awesome Indiana Jones cool dark thing that I don't know. Oh, yeah. Be. That seems cool. Have her do uh, a crystal skull. Have her do a crystal skull. Oh, dude. All right. Maybe not the crystal skull. We don't need to talk about <laughs> he that. He hates one. it because that's the movie that sucks. And I constantly <laughs> that's right. Him about it. Uh, but because I'm going to paint, I'm going to donate to the National Young Arts Foundation. Uh, and a reminder, if you guys also want to donate, you can go to youngarts.org. Fantastic. Uh, thank you so much, Hannah Webb. This was fantastic. Yeah, Please, thanks, everybody. Hannah. Uh, go and check out Hannah on all platforms as the Obanoth, T-H-E-O-B-A-N-O-T-H. Her stuff is fantastic. And of course, you could buy it, which is even better, right, Hannah? They could buy your stuff, which is- You uh, sure can. That's right. <laughs> uh, you sure can. Uh, and make sure to tune in to new episodes of Hear Me Out every Wednesday. Please rate and review us and tell your friends. If there's something you want us to debate, send us an email at hearmeouthearmeout at gmail.com. Thank you to Brett Kushner for producing the podcast, Strange Hotels for the theme song, and we'll see y'all next week. Bye. See you, bye. <laughs>